This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out on Old Dan again, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And I'm happy to be back with you at this time. We've been here now for a good, good long while on this particular topic, subject, if you will, speaking about our homes, how that our homes are, many of them now are turned into just a, a place to stay. And they, they're a house to live in, not a home. But the old trailblazer is going to go on down the road. Come on, Dan, let's go. So we want to get back into our study. We're looking at, at the children, an heritage of the Lord. An heritage of the Lord. And uh, we, we, we read some verses there last time or two in, in the Psalms, 127 Psalms. If you were interested, you'd go there and read that whole Psalm. But we come down now to see where we face our responsibility as parents in training our children. We found there in Exodus, I'm sorry, Ephesians 6, chapter and 4th verse. Listen, I'll quote this verse for you. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up, bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Now that's a gracious passage of Scripture. That's what the Lord instructs you to do. And uh, that word nurture... It means to care for your children, admonition, to care for them. To to discipline a child is to bring him under the voice of authority and lead him to obey that voice. Now, I know, as well as you do, many of you also know that we've gotten away from those things and we've gotten away from the old-time, old-fashioned bringing up children, and now we have our juvenile problems that have grown so terrible. They're building new prisons every day for juveniles now. And how many of them, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and they said they go in there as a, with a mild problem, a mild sentence, something that they didn't do was so, wasn't so terribly bad, but they put them in there with the, the rest of those children, others that's been there hardened criminals, so to speak, and your child will come out with a lot worse condition than he was when he went in there. But that's just one of the sad things about, about the uh, not raising a child. But listen, that word nurture Nurture also means feeding and promoting growth in a child. This calls for food and clothing. And I know in this day and time, the average family, it's a, it's a battle to live. I know that. The statistics on how we have many, many poor people in our land today, and uh, the government's taking care of a lot of them. But I just take this stand right here on this broadcast that I believe if a person wants a job, He's able to work. He can get out. He can find a job. I think we've we brought up a generation of folks who'd rather who'd rather get uh, food stamps and uh, welfare and those things, and then to stay home and 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 all of those things. I know that's not our subject today. We're looking at raising our children. But my friend, uh, the best way to set an example for them, and like my my dad did us, my my brother and myself, is to work to work in front of them to work. Work where they can see you working. And my dad would get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And back there when I was even preteen, before I got to be a teenager, my dad would go to work. He'd ride the horse down the road 10 or 12 miles and cut logs a half a day. And in the woods with a cross-cut saw. And he, he told me that back then, if you didn't have a day made by 1 o'clock, you didn't need to go out. But he would come home a dusky dark. And we raised strawberries for a living, and my dad did. And uh, he had us little jobs to do to get the strawberry plants ready in fall, October, November. And he'd come home, and a lot of times uh, we'd have the strawberry plants ready for him to take 
out there to the field, and I've seen him take a carbide light and set out strawberries uh, by the by the carbide light because you had to get them in the ground back then for to make a living. And I'm just telling you that we saw, and I saw, looking back, how that my dad was relentless in his work. He never, he wasn't a slacker. But I mean, if you bring one up, letting you, letting them see you uh, drag around, they're gonna want to drag around too. So he set the example before us, and we never knew what it was to to be slack. We always had something to do. And I know on a farm, you, that's possible. And I know in the life that we live now, city life, a lot of folks don't have anything for their children to do. But I believe if you've got a teenage boy coming up, you can go to a little grocery store and get him a job bagging groceries or carrying buggies out to the car. You can do something if you want to, my friend. But that's not our subject today. And uh, I know, as I said, we're going through some terrible times now financially. A lot of our friends have if uh, lost their jobs and living off of some sort of a compensation that they get when they lose a job, and that's great. But I know, listen, I, I firmly believe with all my heart that there isn't a family, regardless of how poor, but if you're willing to accept the responsibility for that child, the Lord will lead you in supporting that child in some manner. He will. It may not be the best. It may not be what you would like. But if you will conserve your money, you manage better if you do. Now, I don't have any time for someone that uh, uh, throws their money away, run up debt on these credit cards. I've counseled with several folks. And when they get over the head in debt, they come to see me. I say, give me them cards. Give them to me. Take a pair of scissors and cut them up. Throw them in the trash can right there in front of their face. And I said, don't apply for no more. You can't get out of debt by buying what you don't need. And I know that our families, are, many of them are like that. And it's easy to do. And uh, Satan always enjoys you having more bills than you have money because he keeps your head down all the time. You're not able to do what's some of the things. And many of you rob God because you waste your money and waste God's money. Let me just stop here and say that for a moment. You're not paying the, your tithe to the church, to the, to the Lord? Did you know you're robbing the Lord? you robbing God? The Bible says, will a man rob God? Yeah, ye have robbed me in tithes and in offering. And I know that's a controversial subject. Many folks maybe don't even believe, but it's true. The Bible, the Bible recommends it. But listen now, listen, nurture also means to train, to, to rear, rear up, to bring up, educate. And here it would mean educating in the word of the Lord to teach your children the scriptures and the Bible reading. How many of you fathers uh, take time out and sit down and talk with that boy or girl about their soul when they're coming up? Does that child have a Bible? Does it have a Bible of his own? Have you ever set the example of reading and studying the Bible in front of your children? I know that's a, almost a, a gone, gone situation, but listen. Have you ever set that example? Let me just probe your heart a little bit, Dad, Mother. Have you bowed your knee to the Lordship of Christ and then with the voice of authority led your child to bow his knee to your voice of authority? It's all, it's all right there in black and white. Or is there a divided voice in your home? Man, have you or do you shirk your duty in exercising the voice of authority and leave that on the children's mother? Do you take the road of least resistance and leave that responsibility to the children, to, uh, to your wife? Or maybe your daily work schedule is you get off from work, 
instead of going home, you'd go by the pool hall and shoot a few games of pool and, and drink a few beers with your buddies and get home and the children are already gone to bed. Mama had fed them and put them to bed. My friend, you shirking your responsibility. You are. You ought to be hung up by your toenail. In your rebellion against God, do you take that road of least resistance and let your child have his way as he or she pleases? I'm, I'm, just, trying to, I'm just trying to get down where we live, my folks. I, I see I see the average home today, places where I visit, places I see folks bringing their children to church on Sunday. Some of them obey quietly and exactly the way they ought to. And then you have some that you can't do anything with. Sunday school teachers can't do anything with them. But my friend, I'm laying on your heart to bring them up in the nurture and in the admonition of the Lord. If that's your case, my friend, God help you. It would be better off if you'd never been born. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. This is, this is uh, something very important. Do your children obey when you speak? Do your children obey you, my friend? Do they? Mother? Mother, do your children obey you? Do they? Do they? I'm asking you a question now. Do they? You know, when you start to make them mine or teach them when they're young, when they're little, when they're little. But do your children obey you? Have, they, have you just thrown up your hand and say, I can't do a thing in the world with them. No use. No use to go on. I can't do anything with them. What a terrible thing, my friend. God pity you. God have mercy upon your poor soul, man. Let me plead with you out of a heart of love today to bow your knee to the Lordship of Christ and then ask the Lord to give you the voice of authority to control, to control that child. Listen, God has given you, uh, some of you, good families, God has given you a good wife. He's given you obedient children, but maybe you don't appreciate them. You still want to have your way and go to hell. If that's your attitude, I tell you, it'd be better off if you'd have never been born. It would have. This is training up a child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Teach it to obey. Teach it to, to obey uh, others. When I was growing up, we said, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Didn't matter who folks were. How just if they were older than us, we spoke yes, sir, and yes, ma'am to them. Oh, it would have been a terrible thing if we hadn't, because we'd got, got our behind tore up. But I'm just telling you, this is plain. This is not no deep searching preaching. Let's just talk about our children. What kind of home do you have? Do you want your children to be an embarrassment to you the rest of your life? See these little fellas in the grocery store in the buggy screaming and hollering and cutting up, and there's no discipline there? And in our schools, we're not going to get into that today, but many of our schools now, they, they have no kind of uh, punishment. They have no corporal punishment, so to speak. They don't use a paddle anymore like they did when I was in school. We didn't have any trouble. I told you about our school bus driver. If two boys got into a little scuffle, he stopped the bus, put them off the bus, take his belt, give them a little tanning, put them back on the bus. And never heard a word of it. Never They, they didn't go home tell their daddy to school bus driver give them a whipping no sir they knew better than that and then also back when i was a kid the neighbors would make your kids mind you over to neighbor's house and you got cutting up the neighbor lady or the neighbor man give you give you a good switching send you home well you didn't tell nobody about it because you didn't want your dad to know about it but my friend all that's gone now and i'm i'm trying to let's get back let's get back to those days and we're going to take this up in our next lesson tomorrow and uh old trailblazer running out of time these, all these messages are on CDs. We put five on one CD. I'll offer them for $1 per CD plus post. It costs. It is a cost. And uh, you might want to get them, give a set of them to your children. There'll be 15 or 20 CDs. 
and uh, pass them around to your children. They can duplicate them if they want to. But my friend, help me with the broadcast, if you will. Write me and let me know that you're listening. I'll get into that tomorrow in our next study, how the folks are writing me and calling me, telling me to go on. So remember, the old trailblazer, goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.